Yo, I don't know what era you grew up in, but Saturday mornings I had Rugrats, I had Hey Arnold, I was playing my Game Boy. And worked for 90s kids. Have a seat, I'ma tell you about the best decade. Yo, I had a bowl cut, I ain't have a fresh face. Take it to the I'm ready. Hello, Chelsea. Hello, Jillian. Welcome to another episode of Worked for 90s Kids. I'm so excited. Me too. We are, uh, this is our first re-record. Yeah, guys, you should have. I didn't get a chance to hear it, but apparently. It was not good. The original take was. Not, not a good time. Yeah, it was, it was not good. I, uh, was on some very heavy antibiotics and, uh, had a cocktail with it and it made me stroke out. (laughs) Not literally, but almost. (laughs) I was like, and I think both of us had bad days. That day. Yeah. And so we just like, I don't think either one of us were really in the mood anyways. And so the whole time I'm I'm trying to listen to it and I didn't get very far because <laughs> I'm like, this is, this is no good. This is, <laughs> it's just me spacing out and you trying to be like, and then what happened? <laughs> like trying to cue like me a along. Like a teacher trying to prompt her student like, yeah. and then what? And then what happened? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. You tell me because my brain Line. is broken. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> So, we are re-recording, but it's all good because it's our first time with our new mics. And so far, so good. So far, so good. Jilly made... Do you want to tell everybody what this cocktail is? In honor of... And maybe give our girl a shout out? Yeah, girl. So, in honor of spooky season, we are having a pumpkin spice white Russian. Mm Mm-hmm. So, you know, like all basic girls, we love our pumpkin spice. And our friend Kate, she's one of my neighbors. She's my favorite neighbor. I love her. She and her family owns Exit 9 Wine and Liquor Warehouse. Mm-hmm. And on Thursdays, they put out a new recipe. It's like, thir- you know, Thirsty Thursday. They and do they- it every Thursday? Yeah. Oh, fun. Um, So they put out a new cocktail recipe, I think on most Thursdays. I could be wrong. So last week... They put this one out, and actually two weeks before that, they started experimenting, I guess, and trying to figure out how to make the cocktail, and uh, since they live across the street from me, they very kindly delivered one to me, and I I was immediately sold. They left it on my porch while we put the kids to bed. They were like, your drink's on the porch. Oh. No. I just love them. So it's a neighbor's you like dream. It is. And it's way better than like, welcome to the neighborhood. Here's an apple pie. It's, mm-hmm. Welcome to the neighborhood. Here's a white Russian. <laughs> it's very strong. <laughs> yeah. It's all liquor. This is a, a tiny, 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 tiny sip. Drink. Yeah. It's a sipping drink that you have like one of. Yeah. And then you go to bed. Or you watch, you know, the vice presidential debates afterwards. That's what you're going to do. I don't like that method of self-harm, so I will not be participating. But thank you for asking. It might be self-harm for some, but it's definitely self-care for others. Exactly. I've got a drinking game planned for when I get home with my friend Mary. It's going to be awesome. I don't know. You guys enjoy. But yeah, you guys, check out Exit 9 Wine and Liquor Warehouse there in Clifton Park, and they do have an Instagram where this recipe is posted. It's Vodka, Kahlua, and pumpkin, um, pumpkin pie, like li- a pumpkin pie liqueur. Yeah. It's oh, you know what? I should take a picture of you with it in your 90s glass. You know, you know, you know how I do. Yeah, girl. Okay. Love it. Oh, and they do like a caramel and graham cracker crushed, crushed graham cracker rim. It's just amazing. That is maybe the best part. I know. I'm How's like trying, I'm like so licking it. I know. That's what I do. <laughs> I'm like, mm, let me take a sip from this side. I miss some. 
How's your week going, girl? My week's been pretty good. Um, Wait, before we small talk, real quick, let's do our social media info. So our social media guys worked for 90s. We're on Instagram. Worked for 90s kids, 90s. No apostrophe. No apostrophe. And then um, you can email us at worked for 90s kids. Again, 90s, no apostrophes. Anywhere at gmail.com. Slide into our DMs. Send us an email. We also made a Facebook group. We did. And all that is is like um, seeking ideas. Mm-hmm. So we might post like give us some ideas for whack or all that. Or, you know, um, right now we're on the hunt for spooky season stories from the 90s yes. for a special Halloween episode. So if you have something that happened to you trick-or-treating Halloween season that is like classic 90s like who left you in a car and for how long at what age did you go out by yourself did you ever find a razor blade in your snickers bar these these are the things we are looking for did you take part in a super creepy um elementary school haunted house or like an inappropriate like a prank gone wrong like a devil's night prank gone wrong like an like a ouija board yeah (laughs) yeah or spooky like did you cut through the cemetery was that a bad idea did you cut through the cemetery and then get your sneakers stolen by the school bullies oh my god that sounds like the plot of hocus pocus you you don't say (laughs) so so there's that and then one more thing i just want to throw out there we Love that you guys are listening. Thank you so much. Also, um, make sure that you give us five stars on iTunes. And I found out, like, it might seem like, what what does it matter? I can tell you I like your podcast. But the more uh, high ratings that we get in, like, what's that word? Succession? Mm -hmm. The more likely Apple is to show it to people who don't know us personally. So if you haven't given us five stars yet, please take 0.2 seconds. Just click it. Five stars. Literally. You don't even have to write like a long-winded review. No, you don't even have to write a review at all. Just hit. You know who hasn't rated us yet? Your husband? My husband. Adam Kringle. If you're listening. And And you better be. We know you are. We know you are. Please rate us. And I know you're subscribed. One of Adam's friends who I I absolutely adore. He lives down in North Carolina with his beautiful wife and their beautiful little baby boy. He sent me a screenshot of his... um, of his phone as soon as he got the alert that there was a new episode oh, up. He goes, I, I love, love getting that. this alert. I was like, oh my God, Anthony, you're the best. Oh my gosh. The review you sent me today gave me life. It literally like gave me a, a jolt of serotonin. I was like, wow, I'm happy now. All <laughs> what of a was sudden, the, I'm Tell happy. us what the review was. Okay, it was really the title of it because the title that's said, is this a 90s podcast? And, and that's exactly like, yes, how we read it, like, obviously. Oh my gosh. <laughs> like yes, our jokes, our jokes slap, which I recently <laughs> found out what that means because I am a grandma. I I no out. cap. No cap. No cap. Cat, <laughs> cat crying heart eye emojis. Anyways. Okay, how's your week been? How's your week been? My week's been good. Um, I'm trying to think of, well, I'm, I'm t- it's been a really busy week and you want to know why? Yes. Because I discovered TikTok. Oh yeah, that's true. So. <laughs> every, like every now and at least three times a day, probably closer to like five. 108. I get a random text from Chelsea and it's a TikTok link. Yeah. And it makes me laugh every time. And a lot of them are really funny. Like there are a lot of funny people out there in the world. And They're- I am glad that TikTok is giving them... The opportunity to share that with the world in, like, a very quick way. I have to tell you, that is all the funny people are on TikTok. <laughs> like, that's where they all live. I'm not on, I'm not on TikTok. Well, all I'm saying is. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, it's, I, I, like, refuse to get into it because I'm, you know, I'm an elder millennial. Yeah. And so I was like, no, that's, that's for the kids. Yeah, I know what you mean. And then 
I got sucked into a, a loop. And then I was like, you know what? No, I'm signing up so I can curate my own damn feed. Yeah. And curated it is. <laughs> Let me tell you what. It is huge success in there. Anyways, I've been making some. Only like eight people watch them. <laughs> I don't know how people get like 120 likes. I'm just a dork because I'm. But they are pretty funny. Fun. The ones that you made. Should I post it on our yeah, Instagram? Yeah, you should. Do you guys want to see Chelsea's TikTok? You want to see me being a spider? <laughs> Holly loves wow. it. Wow. Does she? Of course she does. She, She's your number one fan. She is my number one fan. I'm going to take a video of her watching the TikTok <laughs> because it's like life-giving. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, so, yeah, Chelsea's obviously so been super productive I've been really busy. No, I actually have been very, which is why I'm in a good mood today because I like got so much shit done today. You know what I mean? You yes. know when you have like super productive days. And then and you so, can go to bed at night feeling like yeah. you accomplished a lot. And like now I feel like I deserve this. Yes. This cocktail, this, cocktail. this conversation. Ugh, I'm I like, love it. Yeah. So anyways, tell me about your life. You're back in the office. I'm back in the office a couple of days a week, which is actually okay. Um, it's actually not bad. I am super productive when I'm there and I lead a team of attorneys. So it's really good to be able to be there for them and to have that face-to-face contact with, you know, when they have questions and issues come up. Um, yeah, I bet you can probably solve problems a lot faster if people can just come to you. And be yeah, like, hey, as opposed to like, question. hey, can I call you? Are you free? I'm yeah. Thinking of that, that TikTok of the girl of being course. like, <laughs> can we circle back? Can, can we, we uh, catapult it off again? into eternity off of that? Thanks. Can we? <laughs> so good. So um, good. What else did I? Oh, so Sunday I went to um, Massachusetts. Well, I went to a vineyard and an apple orchard in Massachusetts with um, a few of my friends from college. And one of them lives, it was basically like halfway between one girl that lives out in Massachusetts and the bulk of us that live out here. So nice. four of us drove out there and then our friend Mary met us there and it was just a lot of silly fun. It The pictures you showed me looked like you guys had so much fun. It was the per, like the perfect New England fall day. Yeah, it looked and yeah. it did. Like the it weather did. was perfect. There was like just a little bit of a chill in the air. I get super overheated, guys. <laughs> she does. Anytime we're down here, we're so where we record, it's um it's a walk-in closet that we converted into a studio. So we put like foam pads all over the walls and everything down here. And like it's it's in the basement, so it's not a hot room, but there is no airflow in here. Right. And so Jill comes in here every week fully dressed and walks out half naked. Yeah, I have a tank top underneath the sweatshirt. I'm definitely <laughs> taking the sweatshirt off at some point. So yeah, it was like the She's point. already got them rolled up. To I her know. Elbows. My, my <laughs> sleeves are already rolled up. Um, so yeah, it was really nice and the wine was really good and at the end of our day there um, the way that this vineyard works, it, they're so responsible. Shout out to Balderdash in Massachusetts. That's the name of it. If you guys ever Balderdash Vineyards Winery? I, like, yeah, I can't remember exactly what. No, the Apple Orchard was Hillside. Okay. Um, but the vineyard was Balderdash and they are doing it right. As in far in as terms like, of COVID friendly. Yes. Okay, cool. So, okay. First of all, the place, the view from the back, it's like a lake. And of course you've got like the leaves changing colors. It's just stunning. And then they have it that like, there's a building in front and then they have seating under a tent. And then there's also lawn seating that's almost like, and you know how amphitheaters were built? Yeah, you know, absolutely. Um, back in Shakespeare's day. So that's what it is, built into the hillside. You know, Kind of like the playhouse? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then they, I guess they a lot of times have a performer down there, which they did. They had someone playing the guitar. Oh, fun. Um, which was really nice. And then what they do is 
it's by reservation only. They happen to have availability, then you can probably go without a reservation. But mm-hmm. you can reserve either, you know, a table under the tent. And it's for the full day from like 1 to 5. And well, on Sunday. And do you Sunday. get to pick where you want to reserve your table? No, but we got there early enough so that we had a really good okay. spot. Cool. And then for the lawn, what they do is there's like a stake with a number and everyone gets assigned a certain spot on the lawn and they put out four markers to form a square around that marker so if you're in space 26 you need to stay within your four white markers oh okay so it's very like covid preventative friendly you know what i mean like like that yeah yeah, so i felt like it was a safe excursion and it was all outside and again the weather was really nice but at the end of the night it was like five o'clock. They come over with our check, and you know you have to order food with your drinks. In New York, it's a rule and now. in Massachusetts, they oh, have okay. the same law. Oh, right, because you were in Massachusetts. Right, right, right. So. so she comes over with our check, and it was two hundred fifty dollars. And we were like, "Is this the biggest bill of the day?" And they were like, "Sure, <laughs> sure is." Sure. <laughs> oh no, they it were was serious because oh, like funny. we were there all. We stayed there for the full like four hours. We're like, "Why not?" Wine not. Wine not. <laughs> Trey Kennedy, if you're listening. Uh, Why not? <laughs> Trey Kennedy, if you're listening, and we know you are. We love you. We do love you. We're like cougars who love you. It's fine. It's fine. So anyway, everyone go to Balderdash. I, I loved it. it. That's awesome. I loved it. We went to, um, when I w- was in Michigan with my family, my mom and my soon-to-be sister-in-law, and I went to a winery, but we went like, Right before they were closing, they closed. They closed at like five two. Oh, okay. And so we, you know, we got a couple glasses of wine. We sat outside, and they also were very COVID friendly. But then when we walked in, this is when I bought all. You know, Ashley and I each bought six bottles of champagne, and there was another group in there. So we racked up a, a bill real quick at the end, and like they were technically <laughs> like closed. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And so then we were walking out, and I was like, wow, that winery just made easily like five hundred and fifty dollars between us. All three of us bought a huge case of wine. Oh, my God. And then God. the group of girls behind us were all buying, like, merchandise, like, sweatshirts and stuff. I'm, oh, like, yeah. in their last five minutes of That's, being open for wow. the day. That's awesome. So maybe we should open a winery. No. No. <laughs> no, thank you. I don't have that kind of patience. No, me I would. I'd eat all my product. Or drink it. <laughs> yeah. Um, drink all my product. I was like, the grapes aren't going to do you any good. <laughs> You're like, but, mm, fermented mm, grapes. Delish. Anyway, so yeah, nothing too exciting, but, you know. I mean, that sounds pretty exciting to me. It was. No, it was real. That was really exciting. Other than that, I would I would definitely go back. Hopefully when we go back next time. It's not COVID? Yeah. 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 It was really fun. That's awesome. Thanks. Should we slip into our first segment? Let's do it. All right. Whacker all that, guys. Whacker all that. Hopefully you know what it is, but in the event that you don't, it is when we are talking about things that had their heyday heyday in the 90s. And they may be around now. They may have, uh, what was that old line? They'd be like, hey, the 90s called. They want their joke back. Yeah. Remember that? So it might be there. Right. Um, But either (laughs) way, they might be calling. (laughs) They might be calling. We're trying to decide, uh, if it is all that, or is it whack? Your turn, Jill. My whack or all that? Mm-hmm. It's Jenko jeans. Fuck those jeans. J N C O. Do you guys remember Jenko jeans? Um, confession: I didn't know what they were until I had to look them up. Yes, they're heinous. They are heinous. They're like 
Each leg is as wide as your body is wide. I just, I'm like, what are we going for here? Are we, is this like body image issues? Are we trying to hide our body? Or is it, are we pretending our calves are so giant that we need, like what, what were they going for? If your calves are so giant that you need pants that are that wide, then you, you need, need to, to see, see a, a doctor. doctor. <laughs> because it's a problem. Because it is a problem. It looks like you're retaining fluid if you need pants that wide. No, I don't understand. It was like, but I can remember a couple girls that I went to grade school with wearing them. And I didn't have them. I thought they were ugly, but also they were so expensive. And I just remember thinking, like, this seems excessive, both in price and fabric. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> now, didn't you say Adam wanted a pair? Didn't yeah, you say he did. Kind of Adam he wanted a pair, a pair of Junko. Oh, he's not getting a pair. But he wanted a pair so badly. His brother may have had a pair. I can't remember. Um but I looked it up, and they are coming back. A pair of those ugly-ass jeans is $130. Now or then? Now. Ugh. I know. I think back then they were like $50 or $70, which is still like... We went over this in the Rugrats, remember? Inflation. Yes, His inflation. $75 shirt. Oh, my so, yeah, God. It was, His it, $49 was like, shirt was like $150. Bucks. Yeah. Just come on, Sue Pickles. Give me a break. Give Grow. me a break. Grow up. <laughs> I mean, I'm not one to... I can't spend that much money on jeans. You know where I get mine? Old Navy. The oh, Rockstar yeah. jeggings. I own like one pair of jeans. I don't even, they don't even have zippers or a button. I just slip them on like leggings and everyone's like, wow, those look really comfortable. I'm like, thanks. They're basically pajamas. <laughs> yes. They are pajamas. I love them. Anyway. Yeah. I, I'm giving Jenko jeans a whack. A whack. They need to go straight to hell and die there. And die there. And stay there forever. You know what's funny is I'm also doing a fashion With the today. Sanderson sisters. <laughs> but they might come back in three hundred years. Just if a like virgin lights, if a virgin lights the the candle, what if that's what if that's how trends come back? Oh a virgin lights a candle, and three hundred years later, suddenly Jenko jeans are back in style. Listen, guys, this Halloween there's a full moon. Please, if you're a virgin, Please, don't light any candles. Don't light any candles. Just have someone else do it for you. Okay, just, just for the night. Okay, you can light a candle the next day, Thanks. but only if you're a virgin. If you don't know what we're talking about, I suggest you go back to the most. Yeah, episode to the four. episode to episode four. Episode four. Is that episode four? Yeah. Oh, focus, wow. focus. I can't believe it's just episode four. I feel like we've been doing this forever. We have, but we've got. You a guys bang. make me feel so young. <laughs> <laughs> you girls keep me young. Remember when I said you were dancing like a thirty-five-year-old who hasn't limbered up, and you were like, oh, "Thank you, I'm 36. <laughs> it's true, guys. I thought you were thirty-five. On this, wow, I forgot you had a birthday. Wow, the respect I'm getting right now. <laughs> The opposite of the disrespect. Guys, when we were at the vineyard, I said to Mary, okay, I'm going to do the WAP dance. And she was like, okay, let's do it. There was goose shit all over the place. So I couldn't really plant my hips onto the ground the way that uh, the ladies do in that music video. The ladies. Mary gave me a D plus. Whatever. Ooh. I know. She goes, that was terrible. D plus. Oh, I give you way higher than a D Well, you probably give me like way higher for effort and like bravery. But Mary was grading me purely in skill. Okay. Yeah. i give you a B minus. And while I was doing that, you can, I posted the video to Facebook. You can hear Deborah and Kristen and Amanda cackling. cackling in the back. Not because they're laughing at me, but because they're trying to get Amanda up to a tree so she can pull an apple down. Meanwhile, the guy that's singing at the vineyard is singing John Mayer's daughter. So he's like, fathers, be good and to you. And you're doing the WAP dance. <laughs> while small children looked on. Small children. They were like Think probably of the children, eight. Jill. I know. Whatever. They're gonna learn about it anyway. They're gonna learn about it and 
Think about what we knew at that age. At eight or nine? Yeah. (laughs) God. You know what I did in fourth grade when I lived in the South Bronx? We used to have swearing contests at recess. Where did you grow up? Have you guys heard I grew up in the Bronx? Oh. Do you know? Where? The North or the South Bronx? Oh, the South. Oh, okay. I was not near Pelham Bay Park. Got it, got it. Not in the Richie Rich area. Okay. I was in the Pori Poor area. Pori Poor. So anyway, we used to have swearing contests at recess in fourth grade. Oh, my God. <laughs> Where you would yell, you would, like, be who could be the bravest. Like, like who could? Be we like, would just... Penis! We... No, oh, we were dropping F. We were dropping F bombs. Like I can remember one of my friends. She'd be like, "You are mother F and mother F and F and ho S son of a bitch." It's like, "Oh yeah, well you're a." And then I just a string of swear words. Like who does? Like in fourth grade, the teachers weren't listening to us. They were doing something else. They were like, "God, get me out of this building." God. But anyway, so that's what I did at recess in the fourth grade. I love it. (laughs) They, we, we. You just no. That's okay. So we we would play the penis game. Which is, okay, so, like, you and I would be going up against each other, and we'd be on the playground at lunch, mm-hmm. and it would be, like, who could say it the loudest before you got caught by the sure. lunch lady who came over to be like, you have to stop yelling penis. <laughs> okay? So you'd start off, you'd start off small. Were you in Catholic school? Oh, yeah. Your whole life? Okay. Well, I was in Catholic school at this time. Okay. I started in elementary school. Okay. But anyways, um, so, yeah, we'd be out there, and the first person would go real quiet, like, penis. <laughs> And then your turn. Your turn. Yeah, you say it, but a, a little louder. Penis. 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 You're being shy about it, I can tell. Anyways, <laughs> so then you get to a point where you're Penis! <laughs> there you go. And then a lunch lady would come over and be like, you guys have to stop shouting penis. And I'd be like, you lose, because you were the last person to shout penis you before she lose. came over. I win. I win the penis game. I wow. I forgot about that until wow. just now. What a recovered I wa- memory. I won the penis game. Lori, aren't you so proud of your dog? Aren't you? <laughs> They're recovered memories. <laughs> this is be our new song. All right, my I turn. Whack Girl, that is also a fashion statement. Remember oh, you? Oh, wow. Chelsea just showed me a picture of a girl wearing, like, a two-piece velour, like, suit. You know, like, the zip-up hoodie. Britney Spears yes. and Paris Hilton yes. and Nicole Richie wore a lot of these. They're like the same color and they're like crushed velvet. Crushed velvet. They have pockets, small little square pockets on the butt. You can't fit anything. Sometimes in there. rhinestones. Remember Bebe? Yes. Remember Bebe? Oh my God. They had them. So that was all that. And I would like to leave that in the 90s mm. and I'm fearful they're going to bring it back. I'm a little scared. I don't know why people were so obsessed with that look. Oh, and my circle was obsessed. I was too heavy to, like, I couldn't pull the look off very well. I mean, you weren't, but okay. But I, I had one, a brown one, I remember. I just refused. I refused to fall into that trap. Um, I did have a pair of shorts. You never bought into it? No! Did your friends, though? Was that um, not a thing in the South Bronx? Listen, I didn't live in the South Bronx at that point. It's more fun if I pretend you did. <laughs> did that happen in the South Bronx? Um, I don't... Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but... <clears throat> I remember I had a pair of like red lifeguard shorts that said lifeguard. On oh the butt. my gosh! Of course, you got or like Virginia though, right? Beach, yeah, 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 at Sensations, you know, sure. obviously. But those velour track suits, I mean, that's no better than a windbreaker suit. Okay, no, it's not. It's just a different fabric. Exactly. And the bottom ankle doesn't have like what is that called with the like you know it's what I mean? Cinching. Like a tapered, cinched ankle. Yeah, it just just fell. Go. Like That's, a bell bottom. Yes. Almost. And oh, then when God. you would walk through the fall, because you're wearing them in the fall, <laughs> they get all like, gross. 
at the bottom. And, like, oh. the girls in my school with, would wear them with, like, Birkenstocks because that was – so how – boo. Oh, my right? God. It's, like, hippie chic meets, like, Hollywood – The bad part druggy? of Hollywood. The, I don't like, know. The, the rehab part of Hollywood. Right. I, I said drug use and rehab. Oh, we're on yeah. the same we're, – we're thinking similarly, guys. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to give that, uh, that was whack then, it's, it's whack. still whack, it should die. You said what you said. About them going away forever. Whack. Now, I agree, whack, forever. I've, um, but I'm nervous. Are you, do you think they're going to come back? I do. But why? Uh, I feel like I've heard about it. <laughs> Where have you heard about it? The internet? Know. Probably. <laughs> you know it's true. You know what I have seen? I've seen loungewear sets. Mm-hmm. But they're... Yeah, that's a slippery slope, Jill. Uh, you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> I was going to say, it's more like um, like cotton, like... Yeah, for now. Like sweatery material that's like so cozy far. at home. Right, right. Cozy at home. Listen, guys. Velvet belongs nowhere on like your... Velvet. Oh, my God. You know what that just reminded me of? What? I was looking... Did you have a recovered memory? Well, from this afternoon, oh. I was looking... <laughs> I was looking... So I love Spanx. Their faux mm-hmm. leather leggings. They're my favorite. Um, agree. I'm obsessed with them. They're pricey, but I was you, gonna say pricey. But, but I get them on sale because I don't pay full for anything. Yeah, girl. Okay. She grew up in the South Bronx. Okay. I don't. That's right. <laughs> Unless it's for my kids, that I don't care. I'm like, oh my god, take all my money, make oh my dreams god, come true. Oh my god, fifty dollar Adidas shoes. Mine. <laughs> anything for their to to support their ankles. Um. So. But I was looking at their sale, the sale section of the Spanx website, and mm-hmm. they had a pair of velvet leggings. This is what I'm saying. So Jill. you're right. And then you're right. And then before you know it, they're marrying you know the it. velvet legging with the loungewear, and they're coming up with they're velvet loungewear. They're just gonna They're right. gonna be like, guys, 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 guys. No, right. this is totally different. Yeah, you're this right. This is. And it's not going to be. home set. It's cotton. Right. The only thing that's going to be different is it's going to come up to your waist instead of your butt crack. There you go. It's n- You're not going to have the, like, belly band. Right. They're going to be like, part. no, we're making this for the modern this day woman. This is completely different. Yeah. This okay. is completely different because it goes up to your belly band. Trust me. You think it's the same? <laughs> Trust me. Okay? I'm a doctor. <laughs> I'm a designer. <laughs> and I make it work. <laughs> you you're can trust me on this. So, yeah. Whack. But you're right. I mm-hmm. bet it's going to find... Some way to sneak itself back in, just like everything has from the 90s. Oh, it's sneaking back in. I know. I do like that there's, like, a more modern take with a lot of 90s fashion. Oh, yeah. But it's still, like, clearly from the 90s. Yeah. Um, one, 90s fashion that will forever be all that to me. And, like, I will I will wear it in the fall of 2020 is a choker. Oh, my God. I love those the are, way my neck looks in a choker. I'm not even those are act. coming back. I'm... I'm I don't care if they are. Guess what? What? I just bought one. Great. I support that decision. But it's not like a plastic. I bought five. But it's- <laughs> <laughs> and you want to know what they're made of? You know who you just looked like when you said that and what? made that face is Zoe from Nurse Jackie. You're like, I bought five. I bought five. <laughs> and they're made of black velvet. <laughs> are they really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I can't wait to see these. We'll post these to Instagram, guys. Also, if you haven't seen Nurse Jackie, I highly recommend. So Zoe good. Barco is the best. But anyway, I bought myself, like, a silver, like, a sterling silver choker. So, like, classy. Okay. Is it from a jewelry store? No, it's from an Etsy store. Okay, okay then you're right. It counts. It does count. I was like, did you get it a silver one at Target? Because, Jill, I hate to break it to you. I have that, too. 
and it's not that classy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. You guys. Oh, you keep me young. You guys. All, All right, right. So today's topic is Are You Afraid of the Dark? And because I stroked out last time, we're kind of approaching it a little differently this time. And I'm actually kind of pumped about it. Yeah, I'm excited too. So, uh, because we didn't want to just like repeat what we did last time. So, yeah, we have boring, to it That's up. boring for us. Yes. And it, this is really, this is all about us. <laughs> I don't know if you guys know this. So, we're doing this. I'm doing this for me. We're doing this for us. And so, if you guys happen to like it, awesome. And if I mean, no one's listening, well then. Problem. That's okay. We'll we'll keep recording. Yeah. No, seriously. But anyways, <laughs> so we decided to switch it up, and we're just going to talk about, like, childhood fears and just weave in where did Are You Afraid of the Dark play a role in that, did it, did it not, etc. You know what's funny? What? When I was thinking about what I was afraid of as a kid, I was like, oh, it makes sense that I would find this particular episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark, like, uh, frightening. Isn't yeah. that funny? Yeah. Like, oh, it all makes sense. It all makes sense. Also, yeah. like, explains a lot of my, you know, 1 a.m. existential crises. Yes. <laughs> As an adult. Yes. I agree. All right. So, do you want to go first or do you want me to go you first? You go first. Okay. So, um, one thing that I was definitely afraid of as kids were clowns. Mm-hmm. Okay. And any kind of clown. And I actually have this, like, totally random memory of being in the back seat of my dad's car and like looking over and a clown was driving a full dressed up clown <laughs> driving a car just like parked at a stoplight maybe he was going to I'm a party. sure he was going to work right. or a party but I was so disturbed by it I, mean, I was like oh my god yeah. he's I don't know why there's something about like like a clown is the scariest version of a mask to me Ooh, I don't know why. It's, like, scarier than any other thing. And it, I've always been afraid of it. And, like, my my mom has a funny story of my, I think, I don't know if it was my, It must have been mine because I put it in my brother's room. My aunt gave me this clown doll as a baby that played a song when he wound it up, bringing the clowns, and its head went like this. Chelsea's spinning her head like a creepy, creepy cartoon clown. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. That is scary Scared shit. Scared the ever-living shit out of Why me. Why would you and give so, that to a child? She gave it to me as a baby. Okay, as an even infant. worse. You know, it was just supposed to be right. like artsy. Like when you give a kid cute. like a, a, a silver Tiffany's cup and spoon. Like when you give a kid, you know, a, a dead crow for their room. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. Sure. So, I mean, it was equally as terrifying. So, But then when I got old enough to have um, awareness, I realized... I don't have to live with this clown in my room. If it scares me, I'll just put it in my baby brother's room. Oh, wow. And so I did. How many years apart are you and Drake? Four. <laughs> so I think I was five, and he was a one-year-old. And I was like, yoink, here you go. Enjoy this haunting. I'm imagining Jack doing that to Will. Like, you know what? That thing scares the, me. pretty much the exact yeah. age. Well, uh, imagine Jack being slightly older. Right. I'm just going to put this in Will's room. Being I'm like, sure he'll I like it. it. Yeah. No, I didn't think he would like it. I just, <laughs> I knew he didn't have awareness yet. To, he didn't have the ability to put it back in my room yet. Right. So therefore it was safe in there, you know. Where is that clown today? Do you know? Oh, I don't know. But you want to know what, mom? Do you know where that clown is? <laughs> but do you want to know what? But do you want to know what? <laughs> she listens. <laughs> she does. She's one of the five people who listen. Yeah. Just kidding. We can't make that joke anymore. I know. That joke's dead. Thank God for you guys. T-G-I. No. F-U. Ah! <laughs> 
That's funny. Okay. <laughs> FY. Oh, I guess you yeah, guys. Make okay. It better. okay. <laughs> TGFU. <laughs> so, anyways, I was really scared of clowns. And so, um, the scariest Are You Afraid of the Dark to me was The Tale of the Ghastly Grinner. Tell me all about it. All right. So, you know what? I'm just going to read you a description because if I tell, I'm worried I'll stroke out again. <laughs> all right. Here. Here is what it is. The, it's the, in the fourth season. It's called The Tale of the Ghastly Grinner, told by Betty Ann. She sees an aspiring comic book artist accidentally unleash his villainous Ghastly Grinner, a sinister Joker-like character that turns others into cackling, mindless zombies that drool blue ooze. The teen has to learn confidence in his artistic abilities if he has any hope to thwart this ma- manic enemy. It's lighthearted and favors irony, but the imagery of the ghastly grinner and his victims make for some spine-tingling moments. And I thought that was a really good depiction of the tale and the fact that, like, yeah, it's actually not that terrifying. I think it's just the character and, like, the imagery of it that makes it so scary. So it stuck with me so much so that when we were doing the first one and we were like, let's break down episodes... I googled what's the scariest are you afraid of the dark with a clown mm-hmm. like I you know what I mean like right. I didn't remember what and it was, was that one and it was that one right and so yeah and the thing I found the scariest about it was like um the deception in it like tell me he, more okay the deception yes because the clown all right so basically what he does is I, I don't even think he touches them or whatever oh he laughs in their faces and he like, grab right he yeah, grabs, he grabs them, like, them and, and holds their faces. them and laughs in their faces and like this blue goo is dripping out of him which one vomit we'll get to that and <laughs> two he turns the the people into like almost his minions right right and so remember the scene because I know you watched this one mm-hmm. where the parents are now like possessed mm-hmm. and they invite the neighbors oh over, yes and they're like come in come in isn't it? What's her face? Know. Parents? Yeah, it's What's her girl's parent. Oh, Hooper Pickerelli. Hooper, yes. Um, you know that they're going to possess her oh, parents, and I'm like, right. that's that's what clowns represent to me. It's kind like of like the spread of COVID. Of, yes, you clown. <laughs> Put on your ma- but, but yeah, just like this whole right. Well, you're you're going. You know what you're going to do right right now. You're right. doing this on purpose, and you're trying to act like we're friends. <clears throat> and I think that's scary yeah i see what you mean so um that's one thing i was afraid of So you don't like liars no well no i mean yeah no i don't like liars but i don't think (laughs) i was smart enough as a child to yeah be afraid of that i think it was more so i was afraid of somebody being nice to me being like here come here yeah 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 yeah. that i think come look at the puppies in my van yeah yeah that sort of with no windows that sort of thing scared me or and and maybe that's now i'm just like piecing this together is this a therapy podcast guys we've said this before we are not <laughs> mental health crises counselors but maybe we are adjacent we are <laughs> mental health adjacent no never mind um <laughs> but anyways because it's like i'm going to make you think everything's okay Right. Because I'm la la la, I'm a happy clown, sure. and everything's terrible. You know what that's kind of like? Donald it's- Trump. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> this is me clapping for Chelsea. <laughs> I was going to say, it's like when you talk to your dog. They don't really understand the words, they just understand your tone. Yeah. So you could say like, oh I'm my kill you. god, Ryder, you're such an asshole. Yeah. You stole my food again. Yeah. 
Or you could be like, oh my god, forever, I love you. And he's like, why are you yelling at me? Yeah. 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 That's what this clown is like. Yeah, don't like him. That's so, what all clowns are like. There's other episodes but of clowns, and they probably all were my least favorite. But this clown sticks out to me the most, because of, probably because of the blue vomit. Do you remember where you were, what you were doing when you first watched this episode? A hundo P. Tell me. Okay. So my parents were having, like, they had people over. Mm-hmm. And I was watching it in their room. And I had it on the TV. And I remember being so scared. I had to, like, run out of the room and Aww. get my dad. And he brought me back in and, like, taught me a trick that if you put the mute on, it's mm-hmm. not as scary. But mm-hmm. he's a liar. It was just as scary. <laughs> And then I was too scared to go back out. So like, not only did he, so first of all, he teaches me this trick and then he deceives me. Oh, Oh, he loves having you there, huh? Where's daddy? Could you find him and tell him? Let's take it back to the 90s. Where you cats gonna find me? Uh, let's take it back to the 90s. That's where you cats gonna find me. Well, do you know where he is? No. no. He's literally sitting yeah, right, there. right there. The joke in my house is I could be on fire. Yeah. And Jack would still be like, Can you get me a snack? Oh, yes. <laughs> no. <laughs> Today, and I might cut this, I was on the toilet, <laughs> and Holland is opening, She, I see her, because she knows how to unlock the door from the oh, outside, yeah. so I see the lock, and I'm like yelling, I'm like, Holland, right. I'm going to the bathroom, please, right. and she comes in anyways, and cracks the door, and I'm like, Holland, and so she closes the door, and is talking to me through the door, being like, but I just need you to come help me find something in my Barbie house, I'm like... <laughs> Can you find your dad? I don't know where he is. Oh Meanwhile, God. he's sitting on top of the Barbie house. Yeah. He's like, what? <laughs> I was literally next to her. I don't know. Oh, but, kids. Okay, anyways. Um, before we were so rudely interrupted. <laughs> yeah, so it didn't work. I, it, I was still scared of it. And then I remember, like, I only watched that episode one time. Yeah. Like, if it ever came on again. You I skipped like, it. Uh, nope. Yeah. Won't be watching this one again. Right. Scary, scary, scary. Anyways. Okay, so that's one of my fears. Why don't you tell me the fear you have that correlated with the episode we did for our the first one? Well, I have lots of fears. Yes. I have... Well, one of my fears when I was a kid was of being possessed. Oh, my god! <laughs> I know. Super dark. Also... What, did you watch an Exorcist too young or something? No, you know what it was? I And I can remember this. I watched a news report. I think I was... 10 or 11 and I watched a news report about someone who was allegedly possessed and went through an exorcism Yeah, and I just remember thinking that's going to happen to me and I How old were you? I was 10 or 11 and I prayed and prayed and prayed like God please don't let me get possessed please don't let me get possessed (laughs) I was also really afraid of and I don't think that this necessarily correlates look we both know that I have a fear of death yeah like of the unknown I've had several, you know, middle of the night where I'm laying in bed. I'm like, oh, my God, like, what's going to happen? It's just going to be black, like the ending of Total Sopran- of The Sopranos. Like, I don't understand. But my other fears from when I was uh, a kid. Spoiler alert. Please. If just, you don't know that by now. <laughs> <laughs> don't stop believing. So the other fears I had were 
in general, if this came on the TV, I changed it. I used to love Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, God. Didn't everyone? Yeah, and, forens- and Forensic Files. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if there were police sketches uh-huh. or altered voices, the worst part was that I was terrified by it, but I couldn't look away because it was like, if I look away, the altered voice is going to come out. I don't Ooh. know. Not come out, but I'm like, I can't look away. Like, I have to watch this to the end. And then I'm going to change it to something happier. And what you, kind of altered voice? You know when they alter their voices to hide their identity? They're like, then. Yeah, then like I that like... scared the hell out of me as a kid. It still the does, actually. That, okay, so, like, you know, have you ever watched a, a drug show? Yes. Because they do that a lot. Yeah. Like, does it scare you then? No, okay. just on, like, an unsolved mysteries kind of thing. Okay. Um, the other thing that scared me as a kid, which has, again, nothing to do with this episode, was the Chupacabra, which is, like... I know. It's like an mm, urban no legend say. in Puerto Rico. Okay. It was this chupacabra. Oh, my gosh. Translates wait, 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 wait. to, like, goat sucker. Did you tell me about, is this what the song is in Coco? No, that's La Llorona. That's okay. about the woman who, that's the legend about the woman who, like. Murdered her children. Yeah, because well. she found out her husband was, like, having an affair or something. So she murdered her children, and then she regretted it, and then she died. I think she also killed herself this is all pretend guys but it's in coca and then the legend was that she (laughs) mourned the death of her children and was just going around crying and crying for them looking for them so that she could move on to the afterlife Mm. they said you can't move on to the afterlife until you get your kids so oh my god can i interrupt you and ask you a question yes is part of your fear of death because of puerto rican urban legends about you being trapped in the afterlife because isn't that that's a a mexican well that's a mexican urban legend but I'm sorry. I don't think so. But that's a good interjection. That's a good question. But I don't think so. Okay. Keep going. But um, so the urban legend was that she had to, like, find her children in order to make it. And I'm probably jacking this up, guys. Apologies. But what they would, what parents would tell their kids is, like, if you don't, like, if you don't listen or if you don't go to bed, La Llorona is going to come and get you. Oh, yikes. I mean, listen, that was typical in, like, many Hispanic families. Okay, let's go back to the, um, the, the, the Chupacabra. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. The Chupacabra. Chupacabra. The goat sucker. A it goat? was like, like, Chupa means suck, and Cabra is goat. So, okay. like, in Puerto Rico, they were finding these, like, goats that looked like they had been pierced, like, stabbed, and, like, the blood drained out of them almost like a vampire. So then people were like, I saw the monster. It did, the, and it had red glowing eyes, and... Speaking of Unsolved Mysteries, I was watching Unsolved Mysteries when I was in Puerto Rico with my sisters, visiting our grandparents, and this episode came on. Oh my god, he's scary. While I'm at my... Chelsea just put... Yeah, I know. Really fucking scary. He's gross. My grand... Or I'm at my grandmother's house. She's at work because, again, works for 90s kids. We're at her house alone. Sure, sure, sure. And in the South Bronx? In the, no, no, in, in the Rico. mountains of Puerto Rico, Chelsea. Sorry, <laughs> I zoned out because I was looking at the picture of the Chupacabra. Keep going. Um, and we're watching this episode of Unsolved Mysteries, and I made one of my sisters sit by the window because I was like, I am not getting... You have to be on the lookout for the Chupacabra. Yeah, and it's not going to be me, and I'm the oldest, and you do You get murdered first. And my sister, I think, I'm pretty sure it was Gabby that was by the window because she didn't doesn't care about anything. She's like the bravest of all of us. She's not scared of shit. The bravest of them all. It's true. So anyway, my fears as a kid really had to do with, like, I think being separated from people I loved, in a sense. Mm -hmm. Like, being possessed, right? That's separation from self. Yes. Okay. And, like, 
I don't know, maybe the altered voices to mask identity and like police sketches and all that kind of stuff has more to do with like, oh my God, that could happen to me. Someone could kidnap me and take me away. Yeah. So, like I said, I have a massive fear of death. Yeah. To this day. I don't want to die. Thank yeah. you very much. So, the scariest episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark for me was... The Ryan Gosling episode. The Ryan Gosling episode also had Gilbert Gottfried. The Tale of Station 109.1. Okay. So, in this episode, super quick synopsis. Episode info. A radio station manager, played by Gilbert Gottfried who doubles as a spiritual guide, mistakes a boy for a lost soul and tries to send him to, quote, the other side. So throughout this episode, the first thing we do is we meet Ryan Gosling's little brother. Um, I can't remember what his name is. Oh, Chris. So we meet Chris, and he's obsessed with death. He's literally the very opposite of me. He's literally laying in a casket at the beginning of the episode. Creepy. I know. And he's That's like, the scariest part of the whole episode, I'll tell you right now. For you it is. Mm-hmm. So he's like, oh my God, I love death. He's like super interested in death. And what ends, and then his family owns like a mechanic. Like they're mechanics. Mm-hmm. They own a mechanic shop. And they have a hearse there that needs to be repaired. And mm-hmm. his brother played by Ryan Gosling, plays a prank on him. He's like, oh, you got to see this hearse we got. Tells his brother to get into the car, the hearse, the back of the hearse. And he essentially hot wires it so that everything starts playing at once. Like all the lights are going, the windshield wipers, the noise. And his brother freaks out. Eventually the radio station comes up to 109.1. And it says that it is the... It's radio for the dimensionally challenged. All you need to do is follow my voice and I'll help you find your way home. And Chris is like, well, that's really weird. And he looks up the radio station and it says there's no station assigned to 109.1, which he finds strange. What ends up happening, he goes to the radio station, what he thinks is a radio station. It's like a brick building. Mm -hmm. Gilbert Gottfried is the, quote, DJ. DJ? Yes. And we learn that he's a spiritual guide. And basically it's like a waiting room for people who have died and are waiting to go move on to the afterlife for whatever reason chris gets an afterlife what we later learn is a slap bracelet put onto his wrist and now he's marked as being dead but he's not but he's not actually dead but because he's marked as such now he goes back home and like no one can see him Mm -hmm. like jamie he's like yelling jamie's his brother he's yelling in jamie's face like i'm right here i'm right here and no one can hear him no one can see him and that is my fear I, I... You're afraid of being dead, knowing you're dead, and not being able to communicate that you're dead? I'm afraid... No, I'm just afraid of death. Okay. Like, I'm afraid of being separated from my family and loved ones. Like, can you imagine a world without me in it? No. I I can't imagine a world without you in it. Isn't that scary? I don't... If I think about that, I can't. Scary, right? Okay, I win, guys. My episode's scariest. Yeah, but I'm not afraid of me dying, but I'm afraid of you dying. See, I know, really scary. What if you were Jamie in this scenario, and you were like, oh my god, why isn't Jill responding to my text messages? And you were just trapped on the other side. Yeah, you're like, I called her ten times to tell her about my new TikTok video, and she hasn't even called me back. No, I I can't. (laughs) Sorry, guys, I think I just sent Chelsea on a downward spiral. (laughs) But that, like, I, like, the idea of death is very terrifying. But, and here's the thing, too. So, I was incredibly close to my grandparents, and I they both passed away, right? Didn't they pass away within... Um, 
like 14 or 15 months of each other. That's what I thought. Yeah, like, like a, very a close to each other. Time. Yeah. And um, so it was really hard, obviously. It still sucks. You know, there are times where I want to pick up, like, I know I can't pick up the phone anymore, but I remember when my grandmother died. It was very difficult for me to pick up the phone to call my grandfather because I would always call one and then the other. Oh. You know what I mean? So I still called him, obviously, but it was always just a little bit extra emotional for me. Yeah. So anyway, I've come to terms with their deaths, guys. But it still is, you know, it's hard. So my whole thing was I hope there's an afterlife because mm-hmm. otherwise what is the point to all of this? Yeah, well, there's right? definitely an afterlife. There has to be. And it's better. I hope so. It's better than this. Because this is... Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. um, I mean, this is fun, but there's a lot mm-hmm. of stuff that's not fun. This but yeah, so this episode, which you can find on YouTube and oh, online, yeah, yeah. we challenge you guys to do this. Well, we'll get into that later, but you should definitely look this episode up and watch it. Yeah. Eventually what happens at the end of the episode is Chris, the little brother, reaches out to Jamie via a radio station he like taps into a radio station um and is able to reach out to him and be like oh my god i'm trapped this is where i am he figures it out they find chris they gilbert godfrey's character throws chris into the afterlife the afterlife spits him him back back. out right they're like this kid's not dead so did that calm your fears i mean because if you are dead I see what you mean. If it's not my time, I'll get kicked back yeah, out. Yeah, they'll just throw you back. I didn't think about that until just now, oh. but yeah. Do you think that's what happened to Josh? He got kicked oh back out. Oh my god! Sorry, guys. This is getting dark fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I do. I do think he got kicked out. He did. I, um, I think I yanked him out. <laughs> You're like, excuse me! We're not done no, here! Come back! Get your ass back here! <laughs> um... But yeah, so he gets kicked back out, and then this guy who's been, this older gentleman who's been following Chris around the whole episode being like, he's like, excuse me, can you give me directions? I need to get home. And the guy's like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I think it was Jamie he kept talking to. Yeah. And then he kept disappearing. Turns out he was the one who should have gotten that slap bracelet. He's the dead one. Right, and not Chris. And Gilbert Gottfried's like, oops, my bad. And then think about how happy he is. He's like, oh, yes. Okay. And that is actually a really good point. So at the end of the episode, Gilbert Gottfried says, because they're asking him about death. Chris and Jamie mm-hmm. are like, is it really awful? How bad is it? And he says, if you've led a good life, it's the best thing going. Okay, yes. And I love that. I love that for kids. And for adults, for that matter. But imagine being, like, a little kid watching this. And that's just something, like, implanted into yourself, into your subconscious. Yeah. Right? Even yeah, if it's yeah, not yeah. something that you're going to, like, rely on right in that moment, you're like, oh, okay. Death yeah. isn't that bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It took Gilbert Gottfried to calm my fears oh, that man. evening. Also, when you listen to Gilbert Gottfried, it doesn't matter what you're listening to him on. He is Iago forever. Forever. This episode aired in 95. Aladdin came out in 92. Oh, okay. Gilbert Gottfried was at his prime. Um, There were a lot of adult jokes in this episode. Not like inappropriate jokes, but like funny little things like Gilbert Gottfried said to someone... Out of my way, I'm on the air. You can't come through here unless you're in the union. Oh, my God. The line <laughs> joke in that one was my favorite. Yes, he did have really good jokes. He's like, what I, do you think? All right, so we got a person. Yes. And then there's another person behind him. What do you think it could be? It's a line. He goes, one person, and then there's another person behind him. What do you suppose that is? It's a line. And his classic Gilbert Godfrey voice. That's a good um, one. There weren't, a, like, well, I shouldn't say that. 
throughout the episode, you're like, oh, this was definitely in the 90s. They had, Chris had an earring. He's like 10. Why is his ear pierced? I feel like there was a time because I, you I saying were. that just had me a, a flashback to summer camp and remembering some young boys oh my with God, ear piercing. So, so it funny. must have been like a thing. A thing. Um, The kitchen had an avocado green fridge. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Good times. Jamie was talking on a cordless phone that's like the size of a VCR. It's gigantic. Yes. Um, which I found hilarious. And the other thing was when Chris looked up the radio station on the computer, it was like the first computer ever invented. Mm-hmm. I think it's the one that Steve Jobs developed in his garage. Yes. Very similar to what uh, in, Sydney used yeah, in, in Scream. Scream. Yes. Somehow they're both able to use the internet on have, their phones without I dial-up. I don't understand. I have to find out, like, what Can was you the please? Deal? Like, yeah. these people must have been rich. They must have. Because or I they thought, just wanted to show, like, I don't know. I don't maybe know they're like, they we doing. know what's going on. Or maybe it was all fake. Like, maybe they were just trying to imagine what the internet would look like. Who knows? You know, I, who knows? It was nuts. Okay, can I tell you why I don't find your episode scary? Yes. Because I feel like the entire episode of yours is, like, reassuring me that if I accidentally get confused in the afterlife, if they try and throw me in, they're going to kick me out. The It's not scary because that old man wanted to go there. Mm-hmm. Nobody is mean, except Gilbert Gottfried is the meanest person there, and he's not even that bad. Like, everybody there is just like, well, what He's not home? in the afterlife, though. He's just, like, the gatekeeper. I know, he's the gatekeeper. He's like but TSA. He's after- TSA for the afterlife. TSA so i just found when i was watching it i didn't remember watching it really as a kid the the scariest part of that to me was the kid who's obsessed with death i'm like is this kid uh jeffrey dahmer as a child chelsea how many murder podcasts and like murder crime podcasts do you listen to um a hundred thousand but it's more it's because it's not because i'm obsessed with dying it's Mm -hmm trying to it's like okay i like to watch hoarders and i like to watch like my 600 pound life and i like to watch drug shows and stuff Mm -hmm. it's more so that like i so don't understand how your brain can get to this Mm -hmm. place that i it's like fascinating do you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and and i find murderers the same way i'm like how do you how do you get to the point where you want to take someone's life that gotcha and so it's like it's like um i don't know Whereas this kid seems obsessed with death for himself. He seems, yeah, and that yeah. creeps me out. That's like, like, you know, I crack a lot of jokes. Yes. But I'm I'm not laying in caskets and That's true. That's wondering good. what it would sound like if so a is that the, broke or so something. So is that the standard? If you are like, oh, I got a casket bed for myself, is that when I should be worried? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay, At perfect. that point, um, uh, what is it called? What's the law? What's the three-day? That's in Florida. What is it called? It's, there's a law though, for, yeah. like Mason Act you or something where you can it's, like lock. I don't think it's Mason, but let me Benjamin. look it up. Hold it's on, guys. Billy. Everyone's yelling right now at the oh, at I, their phone. All it. all two of you. Um, Florida law, mental health. Baker Act. Baker Act. I'm gonna Baker Act your ass. Yeah, it's it's a Florida law. Isn't that funny? It's yeah. just in Florida. The Baker Act. Yeah, we don't have that in New York. I can't Baker Act. I lived you. in Florida for a minute. I know you did. Um. Yeah, at that point, though, if I'm like, I wonder what the inside of our coffin smells like, then then you worry. I'd be like, wow. Yeah, I think, um, I'm not really, I, well, I, I should say, I actually really used to be afraid of death. And then when Josh, my husband, almost died. So, if you don't know, and this is the shortest possible version I can mm-hmm. tell of the story, it's a whole ordeal. 
but he got really sick. We thought he had a pulled muscle, so, like, we we weren't making a, a big to-do of it until it got to a point where, like, he was in excruciating pain. We took him to the hospital. He was in septic shock and given a 5% chance of survival. The he pulled was, muscle turned out to be an infection. It, yeah, it was an infection. It was, like, um, one of his lymph nodes. But it was, like, right by his armpit, So and right. he goes to the gym all the time, so we right. thought he pulled something. Right. And, there was no visible tear. Or, you know what I mean? Like, right. there was just nothing to go off of. And so by the time we got him to the hospital, it was, like, it was too late. Like, all his organs were shutting down. They had to put him in a medically induced coma. He had, like, a bajillion surgeries. Like, they had machines running everything in his body. They told him he wasn't going to live. And he lived, right? Right. And my biggest fear when it comes to the realm of death is like knowing that you're dying and what like that's what I fear is the moments like right before Mm -hmm. you know you're dead and then afterwards I assume it's lovely so I'm not scared of what happens after it's like the moments leading up to it and then in talking to Josh he doesn't remember right do you know what I mean like right I don't know. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense. So the fear for you, it's kind of like going through labor and delivery. Yes. Yeah. It's the fear of the pain. and The The fear of the unknown. Yeah. The fear, it's the fear of, it's almost a fear of fear. Yeah. I know that that sounds crazy, but like I, I remember that, yeah, for labor and delivery is a really good example. Because I remember like being pregnant with my son and being so afraid of labor and delivery because I just couldn't imagine what kind of pain that would be. And then going through it, I'm like, oh, this is not even remotely as bad as I imagined it. And yeah. don't get me wrong. Obviously, labor and delivery is not like a walk in the park. Right. I had imagined it worse. Yeah. And so I it think was kind of a does. pleasant surprise yeah. to me that it wasn't what I had yeah. imagined. I'm like, oh, I can do this. I'll do this, this every day. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> yeah. And so that, and then like, I have a super high pain tolerance. Mm-hmm. Like if I run into something or if I get injured, like I'm fine. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I still, to this day, don't do well with going to the doctor knowing they're going to draw my... Like, if I know you're going to hurt me... Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't right. do well with it. Right. You're, like, preparing for it. Yeah. Yeah. Preparing. And, again, I'm. it's never as bad as I hype it up. Right. I just had to go get blood work recently, and I remember being like... <laughs> <laughs> and then being like, oh, no big deal. It NBD, it's at all. Fine, it's But fine. it's just... It's like I'm the a big, brave girl. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big, brave girl. There's actually, you want to talk about the 90s and really embarrassing stories. Yes, always. Oh, my God. I was, like, 12. Way too old for this sort of behavior, okay? I went to get a physical for school, mm-hmm. and I had done this thing that I just told you about where I had hyped up the finger prick, you know, that they would do to check, oh like, your iron God. levels. Yeah. So much. I was having, like, a panic attack in the finger, doctor's office. Finger prick. So, she came in with it, and as soon as I saw it, I clenched my hands into fists and was, like, screaming, crying, and wouldn't do it. I was 12, and my mom was like, Tell me. How did they end up get doing it? I can't remember. My mom probably threatened my life. Sure. I probably straightened my hands out, you know, but okay. I don't remember, but I didn't do it willingly. And I really, I think in my head, I thought if I threw big enough of a fit, they'd be like, never mind. She's probably healthy. It's fine. <laughs> it didn't work, though. I, I hear that's do what it. doctors usually do. Yeah. They're like, you know what? It's fine. <laughs> NBD. It was, well, and then here's another funny story. The rationale for children, right? Because I really think that was my thought process. Like, right. if I throw a big enough fit, they'll give up. Right. I can win this. You know what? That's a lot of parenting, and it's interesting to hear your perspective from the other side, right? Mm-hmm. Because I feel like a lot of times when kids are throwing tantrums, you're like, listen, as a parent, when you set a new boundary, you're like, I know that it's going to be really hard, mm-hmm. and this is probably going to be an hour and a half tantrum. But then tomorrow it'll be 30 minutes, and then the next day it'll be nothing. Yeah. 
Yep. So it's just a battle of wills. Totally. Well, Lori's will was always stronger than mine trust. Well, I mean, I never it should won be. That game. Yeah. <laughs> but, okay, so then when I was five, here's another recovered memory. Um, I ha- I was going to go get my shots for kindergarten, and it was like a, a bunch of them. You know, mm-hmm. I think it was like yeah. four shots before right. kindergarten or whatever. And um, I knew it was the day. And so I came downstairs, and I, like, had breakfast. I wasn't going to school. And I went and hid in my closet. <laughs> And my rationale should never find I, me in here. Yeah, that I if I hid in there in the day, like all day, and the day ended, oh my that God. they would be like, "Where's Chelsea?" And then you know, we had this yeah. doctor's appointment at nine o'clock, right. but I couldn't find her, so I figured, meh. That's <laughs> yep, pretty much what I thought would happen. Amazing. And then I figured the end of the day would come. Sure. And they'd be like, "You rascal!" You know what? Uh, you were supposed to get your shots today, but you know what? I guess you don't have to now. Since you hit you, all day. You hit all day. You missed them. Spoiler alert. I got my shots. <laughs> Do you remember your parents finding you in the closet? No. I think I I think I came out on my own. I don't you know. lasted in there for five minutes. You're like, I've been in here all day. All day. It's definitely yeah. bedtime. Yeah, probably. <laughs> That's probably what happened. Kind of like that time you fell down a full flight of stairs, but it was two. It was just two of them. <laughs> it was just two of them. Turns out. God, I love these stories. I know. Okay, so what else were you afraid of? Oh, speaking of recovered memories, um, I had... They're recovered memories. So we had, when I lived in the South Bronx, have you ever had a memory where when you're living it, you think, like, this is something that I'm not going to forget, oh, even as a kid? all the time. Isn't that funny? Yeah. So I was little, and I remember... We weren't in our normal neighborhood, and we were, I don't remember where we were going, but I was with my mom, and there was, we were, like, outside a bodega, and... A bodega. You, you know said it, that's girl. so Puerto Rican. So, and someone, some young man, took, like, a beer bottle and threw it, and it smashed above or on the awning, and then there were, of the store, and then there were words exchanged... And that was the first time I remember really being scared of violence. Oh, my gosh. Right? Yeah. Because I just remember thinking, like, why are they doing this? Wow. And there's nothing I can do to control it. And we're walking in this area, and now my life is in danger. Of course it wasn't. Right? It's not like my mom yeah, was bringing me into that store. But when you're little. perspective. Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. You know, it's funny. Let's Going go... through that now, I would think nothing of it. Sure. Well, you might be like, well, I don't know if I want to be around these people right now. Right, but, but I wouldn't be like, think your life is in danger. Right. Yeah. Right. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Um. Oh, you know what else I was afraid of? Tell me. Um. Like, remember the snow screen on TV? Like um. Yes, I was afraid of that too before I, I saw anything yes. remotely scary. I and you want to yes. know what? I I'm gonna say it still scares me and just. It's I don't. Easy. I can't remember the last time it's I saw it. Feeling. I actually you, know when I saw. Can I tell you? Yes. Okay. When was the last time you saw it? All right. So my um, at the Holland House. Mm-hmm. So my parents bought this um, house in Traverse City, Michigan, from an older couple, and the husband had died. So. Oh great. Yeah. In A the possessed home. home. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know if he actually died in the home, but while the owners owned the home, okay. his name is Bob. Bob is the ghost. Okay. <laughs> Is so, that his legal name, or did you make that up as a... No, his name is Bob. Oh. Robert. Bobbert. Robert! I think of Lisa Kudrow 
uh, Phoebe when she's <laughs> calling for her mouth. She's like, Bob, Bobby, Bobby! <laughs> Robert, <laughs> and Paul Rudd. My you know, love. I Paul love Rudd, her. certified young person, is like, certified. what? <laughs> we have to kill these. Anyway. Okay. So Bob dies. So Bob dies on the house. Anyways, my parents buy this house from them. They, like, remodel the whole. They're remodeling the whole thing. Um, they haven't gotten to the basement yet. So the basement. Can you explain to the to the listeners why it's called the Holland House? Oh, yeah. Okay. So It's my, not after Chelsea's it's daughter. It's not after my daughter. My daughter came after the Holland House, ironically. My daughter is not named after the house. It was just all Dutch coincidence. So we're, we're Dutch. My yes. Our nationality is Dutch. So during the 2014... Um, Winter Olympics, the the Dutch ski team would retreat at the end of their competitions to this bright orange house with this like bright orange roof that they called the Holland House. The Olympic team. The Olympic team did. So this house like resembled it, okay. I guess. And it was my they were purchasing the house at the same time. So my dad and my dad is like the king of this. Just starts calling something that. And right. we're and we're all like, we're not calling it the Holland House. It's and like, then before you know it, there's plaques on the mailbox that say <laughs> the Holland House. You know? Same with his name. So his grandfather name, um, it's it's Cappy. C A P P Y. And you're like, what? I'm gonna tell you. So when I was pregnant with my son I went um, out to dinner to lunch with my mom and my dad, and I'm like, what do you want to be called? And my mom picked Mimi because she didn't want to be grandma or Grammy or anything Love like it. that. And so I asked my dad, I'm like, what do you want to be called? And he goes, I want to be called the captain. <laughs> and I'm like, Dad, my kids are not going to call Can you, you the captain. To, excuse me, the captain? Yeah. And so he was like, he laughed and whatever. And then he started like, signing his cards to me mm-hmm. love the captain <laughs> and then it just morphed into cappy and that's, that's so what it is cute. so he's he's just like that's what he does yeah he just starts you know what i mean much like your daughter holland he just manifests he just his manifests reality. His reality yeah it's like yep this is the holland house if i say it if i say it enough, if i say it enough it time be. they're all gonna start calling okay it. so bob dies okay. what is now known so as the holland house bob dies in the holland house the basement is hasn't been touched okay since he died in the basement. Well, I don't know if he died in the basement, but it my makes par- the story my more interesting. That, okay. okay. <laughs> so he died it's in the basement. It's spooky season, okay. Chelsea. He died in the basement. <laughs> a brutal death. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know. He probably Because was he didn't take his diabetic medication. Damn. <laughs> and that's brutal. Um, so, but they, they had like redone the whole upstairs, but there weren't enough bedrooms for everyone. And so we decided, um, like Josh, there was, they just threw beds downstairs until they could get it finished and they're finishing it now right yeah they're they're finishing it it now and so we gave jackson the bedroom because like the actual bedroom on the first floor like sleep for him is so important right and me josh and holland slept downstairs in the basement and Mm -hmm. we had set her pack and play up or whatever and i forgot to bring her white noise machine Mm. and so there was like an old tv down there so i would turn it i know i i see your face and i know because anytime i did it i was like Am I possessing my daughter right There's now? There's something about a white noise machine ghost? that I can't sleep without a white noise machine now because I've listened to it through, through a baby a monitor, monitor yeah. for four years. But if I had a white noise channel on my TV and I woke up in the middle of the night, and it was like, I would have to immediately put on an episode. We it off of, when we went down there. I'd have to put on an episode of Family Guy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, speaking of chaser episodes, okay. this has nothing to do with spooky season, I'm but it scared it. the shit out of me. A chaser episode? Parks and Rec is no longer on Netflix. Um, horrifying. The scariest thing I've heard all week. Okay. The only reason why I was able to 
overcome this grief and this horror is because I have your Hulu password. Yeah, thank God for that. <laughs> I just can't believe. Like, why? Like, why? There was no warning. Like, they have warned us about The Office leaving Netflix for like a year and a half. They just took it. They just took it out from under me. Yeah. Horror right out from scary. under me. Unbelievable. Anyway. Yeah. But that's the kind of thing I would do if I saw a white noise channel as a kid. I My chaser of choice at that point in time was like QVC. Yes. Isn't that funny? What a great, <laughs> yes. And I agree wholeheartedly. You know what my sister Susan used to listen to all the time as she fell asleep to keep the demons away was uh, the weather channel. Yeah. Remember Weather on the Nines? One. Was oh, it yeah. on the Nines? It was on the Nines. It's definitely on the Nines. Weather on the Nines. She had yeah, a huge QVC crush. It's definitely what I would turn QVC. on to be like, yikes, I'm scared. I'm just going to. And for whatever reason, list. in my head, as like a 10 year old, QVC was classy and HSN was trashy. You're not wrong. I don't know why. But why? I don't know. But yeah. <laughs> Speaking of the Weather Channel, Susan, who is. She's a lesbian. She had a massive crush on David Schwartz, who was, like, a weatherman at the time. That's so funny. How random is that? That's so random. (laughs) What a random crush. What a random crush. Speaking of the Weather Channel, I was horrified of tornadoes. Oh, Susan was, too. Yes. That was Susan's biggest fear. If she were here right now, what was she afraid of as kids? Tornadoes. And and thunderstorms. And the reason why is because in Puerto Rico, of all places, we were there one Christmas, she and I and my grandmother, and... We were at a Christmas party, mm-hmm. and there was some random storm that came in, like a really bad storm. And instead of us staying where we were, my grandmother's brother-in-law was like, no, no, I can get us back to our house, which was like up at the top of a hill. Oh, my God. This is the plot of Twister. Basically, yeah. he's like, I got this. I had my eyes shut in the back of the car the whole time. My aunt was screaming. My grandmother's crying. One of my cousins peed her pants. Susan was crying the whole time. This was horrifying. That sounds awful. This is worse than any episode But do you of... know what you do if you're trapped in a car? What? Did you learn from Twister? You hide in the underpass. Well, there you were no underpasses. You go drive under an underpass, okay. and then you... Well, no... it wasn't our tornado. The issue was flooding oh. at this point. So, after that... Susan was so, like, PTSD'd about yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There would be, like, any kind of a thunderstorm, and it was actually really funny in hindsight. She would stand outside, like, in the backyard and just scream at the at the clouds and the rain. I know, really sad. Like a rain dance? But... Yeah, she would just be, like, out there crying, and we're like, if you're so scared of it, why are you outside? <laughs> she's trying to face her fears. Yes, she was, and she's fine now, but she was obsessed with the Weather Channel, and David she's Schwartz... She's fine now, thanks for asking. They... <laughs> but David Schwartz, like... He helped her overcome her fears, which I think maybe it was mm. like, a, I don't know. She loved him. But she also loves Bruce Willis and wants to lick his bald head. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, That's so funny. She's like, I love ladies, but I will lick Bruce Willis's head. It's shiny. I don't want to lick it, though. <laughs> yeah, you know, that's that's a funny thing about tornadoes, because tornadoes is like one of the only fears of mine that as a child I thought I could conquer it by diving into it <laughs> by like learning about it oh you know diving I mean? into it at, yeah. like metaphorically not metaphorically no, not. hell no no I'm gonna Are dive into me? this tornado all the no, time no I was the one who in my family like I have my parents would tease me because I was like such a worrier I like read the warning labels on yeah. everything I was just nervous wow, Thanks, nothing, anxiety n- uh, nothing has changed nothing to see you here <laughs> and yeah no and um so I was super worried about everything and so like 
once I developed my fear of tornadoes, anytime that there was a thunderstorm, I would constantly oh, sure. be asking them, like, should we go in the basement? Should we go, right. should we go in the basement? Right. Should, we, should we go in the basement? They're like... You're like, the sky's starting to look a little a cerulean little, for my taste. a little cerulean. Is it, should, we, should we go in the basement? It's kind of like, like no. your obsession with tornadoes is like your mom's love of the moon. Right? <laughs> yes. The more you know. <laughs> but... I was obsessed, and my friend Ashley at the time was also obsessed, but she was obsessed because she was, like, fascinated. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, she wanted to be a tornado chaser. Right. And you and were so, a tornado was, avoider. Yeah, I'm an o- avoider. Yes. And so together, we would watch all these tornado things, and she'd be like, cool. And I'd be like, horrifying. You'd <laughs> be like, where's so the nearest anyway. basement? Yeah. As long as I know where there's a basement, <laughs> we're going to be okay. Oh, and you want to know where this fear stemmed from? You're, oh, yes. my gosh. It's a recovered Another recovered memory. memory. Recovered memory. Is this a podcast about recovering memories? Of course it is. Ugh. That's literally what it is. That's true. <laughs> that is true. So, Except we made it we made it seem super not scary and said, Work for 90s Work kids. Work for 90s kids. <laughs> so, okay, I was going through my baby book uh-huh. at one point, and there's a photo of me in um, a bucket seat, which we should all be very scared of bucket seats from the yes. 80s. Well, this is 80s still. Yes. So, And in my grandparents' basement, and they took a picture, right? Mm-hmm. And they labeled the picture tornado warning, like 1988 or what whatever. And I was fuck? like, what? <laughs> like, it was so bad we had to go into the basement? And they're like, let's take a picture and commemorate it by writing tornado warning. Yeah. <laughs> but then, I mean, it probably wasn't that serious. Yeah, you know but what still, I mean? It probably was. You're like, yeah. guys, Chelsea's first tornado warning. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> let's take and so a apparently, and for some reason, like, I just remember asking, do we get tornadoes in Michigan? And essentially being told, like, we could, but, like, probably not. Right. It's not like Wait, where did your grandparents live? Michigan. Oh, okay, okay, okay. And being like, no, and then going through the baby book and being like, liars. Liars, deception. It all comes back. <laughs> the reason why the ghostly, what's his name? Grinner. The ghostly Gassly Grinner so Grinner. scary. The ghastly Grinner is because he deceived me. Which is so hilarious because I was such Much a liar like as my a child. grandparents I was like did. the ultimate liar. Maybe you're afraid of yourself. I'm, I'm horrified by myself. I mean, listen. <laughs> She's scary. That <laughs> brain. Yikes. That bitch is crazy. <laughs> Um, well, if I'm looking at the overarching theme of my episode, so, you know, you know how they say at the end, like, death isn't scary if you've led a good life. Yeah. But. You're not leading a good life. You are. Yeah. But, like, cherish your loved ones while you still have time, right? Yeah, Danny, you commented on that in Hocus Pocus. Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. I feel like you're, you feel like you're on a clock. Do you, what'd you say? You must feel like you're on a clock. I do. Do you feel like you're like a time bomb? Do you know what I think about all the time? There Mm. was some movie, I feel like Tom Cruise was in it. I never watched it, but it was like, everyone had a death clock. Oh my God. That just made my stomach drop. I would die. That would tell them like how much time they had left. And what th- movie is that? I can't is remember. It from the 90s? No, it was like in the last 10 years. But I can remember, and this is kind of dark, but like, you know, in the. It's spooky season. It is spooky season. Are you guys ready? We'll be happy for Christmas, whatever. It's fine. Oh my God, I can't wait. Ugh, Christmas is my favorite. It's the exact opposite of spooky season. Mm-hmm. I love it. But um, I can remember. When my, so when my grandmother died, one thing that always that really haunted me at the beginning was she woke up one morning not knowing it was her last. Chelsea is like having stroking out (laughs) again. Um, Oh my God. You never know. But but that's just it. You never know. And that's what scares me. Okay. That is what scares me. I guess. But okay. So 
Yeah. So imagine no, if you had a clock that told you that. No. That would probably be worse. I got to tell you, I am definitely scared. That's that that is a, that's an upsetting thought to me. I guess upsetting, but like. I know. Today, did you see that there was almost a tornado today? Speaking of tornadoes, I'm not afraid of tornadoes. The anymore, weather right? today in upstate New York was wild. Was ridiculous. So I was in the shower when it all started, right? And I'm in the shower, and the power clicked out for a second. So I'm like, hmm? And I thought, because the, our upstairs bathroom, for some reason, the wiring on it is connected to a lot of the wires down here. So it'll happen oh, every now yeah. and again, like, if we're running the... Um, Too much stuff at once. Yeah, if we've yeah. got, like, the the washer, the dryer, and if Josh is, like, working out, and we got right. music going or whatever, like, it'll happen sometimes. So I right. literally just assumed, because he was in the basement, so I assumed that that's, like, what happened. And, like, no big deal. And then all of a sudden I heard the weather outside. And so I peek. I've got a little window. So I, like, peek out my shower to look. And I'm like, oh, my God, is there a tornado? And I'm like, well, that would be an interesting way to die. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but then, I mean, like, I didn't want to. I'm well, that would be happen, weird. But I was, you know. That okay. I Well, wait a minute. What is this? Oh, it wasn't Tom Hamilton. Tom Hamilton. Tom Hamilton. It wasn't, it wasn't, Who's that? It wasn't Tom Cruise. It was Justin Timberlake, of all people. You're joking. I'm not. The movie was called In Time, and it came out in 2011. In okay. a future where time is money and the wealthy can live forever, Will Salas, played by Justin Timberlake, is a poor man who rarely has more than a day's worth of life on his time clock. When he saves Henry Hamilton, Matt Bomer, from Time Thieves... Will receives the gift of a century. However, such a large transaction atten- attracts the attention of the authorities, and when Will is falsely accused, accused of murder, he must go on the run, taking the daughter, Amanda Seyfried, of an incredibly wealthy man with him. I have to imagine at some point he and Amanda bang. I'm sure. Of course they do. But anyway, that is, that's the movie I, I was I want to watch it, but at, I'm scared of it. I mean, there's. Some, I'm looking at a photo of Justin Timberlake running with Amanda safe read in the movie it just looks ridiculous oh boy. I yeah. know. we're gonna go for it though one day yeah we're gonna watch this and then we'll just give you guys like a two minute synopsis during one of these episodes we'll be like, like it was awful don't do yeah, it yeah don't do it um, i'm so glad i remembered i'm also afraid of snakes oh Ooh. tell me why i don't know i just think they're i don't like the way they move you don't I'm like even, that they I'm, can move so quickly without any legs. I guess it just any they creep me out. Even the ones that, that are is completely weird. harmless. You know what I mean? Like there's yes. not even any danger. Like garden snake like, nope. in your face. Get out of here. Don't like it. Get out of here, garden snake. Horrified, horrified of it. Um, I was on a booze cruise with Adam once, and he thought he saw a snake in the water, and he ran away from the yeah. Edge that of the boat. would absolutely be me. Adam like sometimes very I think about like what I would do in a situation. Like what if there was a snake by my child? Be like, see you later. <laughs> Bye. Good luck. Good luck. No, just kidding. You... I would totally yeet that snake. You don't even know. But, um, <laughs> Jill, I don't know if you know what yeet means. I do. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you think I am? 36? Yeah. I'm 35. Just kidding. I'm 36. <laughs> so that, what else am I afraid of? Oh, can I tell you like a, this is, I mean, it's not funny, but it's funny. Yes. Okay. My brother is a child. I don't know. Jake, chime in. Are you still afraid of this? <laughs> my brother was, is like, a child. was like very afraid of uh, suffocation. Ooh. To a point that like, like extreme. Like if he was getting dressed and got caught in his sweatshirt, he'd be like, oh my God, oh my God. Like he wow. just like would panic. And so I, being his jackass older sister. Would you help him get dressed? No, I would hold pillows over his face sure, every now and again. That's because rude. it would he would do it in like like I would literally have the pillow on his face for like two seconds. Right. Like two seconds. And he would start to freak out. And it was so funny to me. 
Wow. Because I just was like, it's not going to hurt you in 10 seconds. I'm not even pushing. Like, I'm just putting a pillow on your face. She's like, it's fine, okay? I'm not actually suffocating I'm not you. actually going to suffocate you yet. <laughs> I'm going to do that when you're sleeping and you don't know about it, Chelsea. all right? Chelsea! Oh, no, While he looks right at Lori. Oh, Chelsea, don't do that! <laughs> I don't, don't like it. Chelsea, don't, don't suffocate, suffocate me. me! Is that you how he said it? <laughs> And he was scared of werewolves under his bed. Mm. And then when he told me that, I That's was like, where they oh my hide, god, I it? never considered that. And then I was scared of it, too. You know what you should have done? You what? should have bought a werewolf mask Damn and it. put it under his bed. What god. were you thinking? Jake, Actually, next time Chelsea visits you... Watch out. Check under your bed. Check under your bed. Maybe you should put one in the guest room bed next time he's here. I mean, um, my dad has definitely put snakes in my belongings before, wow. like rubber snakes. Wow. Yeah. Well, then you owe it to Jake. You're right. It goes around, comes around, goes around. What else were you afraid of? you have any other fears? Oh, I put silence. Um, yes. Still. I hate silence. Let's do a moment of silence right now. I'm just kidding. Can you be quiet for a minute? I wonder if part of the reason... I can't be quiet. And I wonder if part of the <laughs> no, reason is because I grew up in kind of a big family. I mean, mm. I have three younger sisters. Like, mm-hmm. And people always tell me, oh my god, you're so loud. Well, duh. I had to be loud if I wanted to be heard, If you want to be heard, you got to be loud. There were three other loud girls in my house. Did I tell you about my friend Tony? And then I, uh, what did I tell her? <laughs> Can't remember. Oh, I, I was telling her about how we jokingly call me Aunt Scary. And oh, then she said, why do they call you Aunt Scary? Because you're so loud. And I was like, <laughs> like no. No, their mother's louder than me. Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Not even that loud. Yeah. Uh, Chelsea and I referred to her as Aunt Scary for a reason that we can't get into we right now. In case but some certain people are listening, but it's a good one. It is a good it. one. Maybe if you're in our Facebook group, maybe we'll tell you there. Yeah. Um, but Hide it behind a paywall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, you're definitely not as loud as me, and that's definitely not why anyone would be afraid of you. I mean, I won the penis game, so that well, you won the penis game because someone else was louder than you. Yeah. True. <laughs> You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. Um, I'm also, still to this day, afraid of the dark. But I think I'm afraid of the dark, too. You know what? I'm afraid of the dark. Oh, my God, it all comes full circle. Are you afraid of the dark? Are you afraid of the dark? dark? And the answer is yes. Yes. Adam gets annoyed with me because every light in my house is on. Yeah, you are in every light. I am, especially if I'm home alone. Like, I just like a brightly lit space. Okay. And I want to be able to walk from upstairs to downstairs and not have to turn a light on. I want to see light waiting for me down I guess there. I'm not afraid of because I will go, I will walk into the dark, but like on, in my home. I'm yeah. not afraid of the dark in my home, but like uh, what if there? Else. What if there's a scary monster hiding underneath my unfinished basement stairs? There's not. But there might be. Haven't you seen Home Alone? Yeah. We're going to do that one soon. Oh, we will. Yeah, we will. Um, I was in my church once. Mm-hmm and helping in the winter so it wasn't even late like it's it's just new york so it's mm-hmm. probably like 5 30 mm-hmm. so it's pitch black and it was raining outside and i remember i was the last one there and i had to lock up and there's like the light switches are here and the door is like way over there oh so you, god you know what I mean? so you're like in the pitch black darkness yeah pitch black darkness and i remember running and then going outside and being like it's just as scary out here yeah. like it's no better out here i'm um, still scared you just reminded me of an episode of crime junkies where they talk about a woman who was like i think she was at a church and she was murdered she got there oh, early great. perfect she got there like at four in the morning or five in the morning she was teaching like an aerobics class like a super early aerobics class and between the time she got there and the time that the first 
this goes back to what I was saying. Those early dawn hours are the scariest Yes, you're right. She was murdered. And the scariest part was that it was like they saw the person who killed her on the security cameras. And they were dressed in what looked like like police SWAT gear. Like technical gear. I'm going to pass out from fear right now. But there were a lot of theories like, well, the person looked like they weren't comfortable walking in it. Could it have been a woman that maybe borrowed, like, the getup from, like, another man that she knew who was actually part of the, like, some, you know, police force or some, yeah, some, like, first responder. I know. I know. So watch out, guys. No place is safe. Oh, my gosh. That's. The... That's our show. See you later. Okay, but really, we do have to wrap no, it up because the debates are starting. <laughs> oh my god, you're right. Yeah. We said uh, you gotta go torture yourself. Yes, I'm super pumped about it. I'm not. Let me know if there's anything I need to know, but not if it's gonna damage my mental health. Don't worry, I'll text you, just okay. like I did throughout all of I know New York on pause. <laughs> but yeah, cause, <laughs> so Jill works for the governor's office, so she like would watch all the. Um, every day the corona updates and like yes. I, I couldn't it started to damage my mental health and i'd be like let me know if there's anything i need to so know. i would just text chelsea updates like, like a recap should be like three more weeks of lockdown you're like no and it's funny when hospital you think hospital cases are down speaking of <laughs> what do you actually fear <laughs> lockdown yeah. forever yeah my okay do you want to know what my actual biggest fear my biggest adult fear is yes my mind going mm. that is my biggest fear yeah is going crazy yeah like uh i find like dementia yeah, alzheimer's I find yeah. that absolutely terrifying because i don't think you know you don't you know what i mean yeah and you that don't. is i'm so afraid of it or just i don't know i don't know have you ever like like i'll even and i know this happens to everybody but this is this is what i mean by like how afraid of it. i'll be driving somewhere mm-hmm and then, like, go on autopilot. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? And then before you know it, you're like, how did I get here? Like, how did I get here? And yeah. then that'll scare me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that you say that because my sister-in-law. Um, so for those of you, do you watch uh, This Is Us? Yeah. Well, no. Yes. But like, I watched the first yes season. No. Okay. So we have. So they lead you to believe that Rebecca has alzheimer's um spoiler alert no i'm just kidding people should be watching <laughs> um and i think that they do they've run some tests and there is some indication that there's something happening yeah and but before we get to that point marissa my sister-in-law had been watching it she's like oh my god all the things she's forgetting i feel like that happens to me every day yeah. i feel like i'm also am i going through early onset dementia i'm like no you have three children <laughs> I uh yeah that's what that, it is you're I'm like a mother in COVID like right a mother COVID like a mother of young kids COVID yeah, like you're things. right I got enough yeah. to, for my brain to be whacked but I have like made my husband promise me that he'll just throw a pillow over my face wow if I get diagnosed with Alzheimer's. much the way you did to, J- to Jake yeah wow. or Jake can do it maybe it would be like sweet revenge for him I'm sure know? he'd love that I'm sure just he would. kidding he wouldn't no that's I think that's my I think that's like my truly losing like your my mind like deepest darkest mm. fear is losing my mind Ooh, okay heavy. and on that note thank you guys so much uh-huh. rate don't forget to rate review subscribe guys uh, five stars chop chop listen we say that with love we say it with love if you don't like us just turn don't listen okay <laughs> but if you do like us five star it up baby and if you don't like us can you tell us why just slide into our dms oh God, please don't tell me why i can't handle it <laughs> tell jill just yeah tell me no but seriously guys we are having a blast yes um fun. we hope you guys are enjoying it yeah 
Also, important, we need your spooky stories. Yes, So please. far, nobody has sent us spooky stories. Literally no one. But I, I did, someone posted something on Facebook, and I'm absolutely stealing it. Perfect. It had something to do with the South Bronx, and I was like, oh my God, this is going to fucking slap. I'm going to tell you, tomorrow, I am going to uh, harass my friends. And be like, it. what is the craziest thing that happened to you in spooky season in the 90s? You guys tell us. We want to know. We and if nothing crazy know. happened to you, make something up. Oh, yeah. We won't know. Yeah. Just We're tell us. No. You know what you got to do? You can sign it anon. Do you remember Q-Anon. that episode of the... <laughs> Remember that episode of The Office where it was like a later season when Michael Scott left? Robert California is at the Halloween party Mm -hmm. and they tried to make it super. He was like, oh, this seems like very nice. And Andy was like, oh, my God, this is a little bit too juvenile for him. We got to make it really scary. And Aaron's like, "Okay, got it. And she enlists Gabe. And they have that really. Yeah, he makes that video. Yeah, that really creepy video. Circling back, catapulting back off of what you said earlier in the Zoom meeting. Um what makes the beginning scenes, the opening scene of Are You Afraid of the Dark so scary? Right. It's these random it's objects with things. It's all just this, like, why, why are didn't you showing that? me the yes. things? You... Why are you showing me the fans? Yes, you guys. The beginning of Are You Afraid of the Dark, the opening title sequence. Horrifying. The worst part. Still, to Still, this day, I'm like, this is scary. Okay. Sorry for bearing the lead. But anyway, so Robert <laughs> California, he goes around this party and he's just talking to people and they're divulging like what their fears are or what would make them uncomfortable and then he tells this long ass oh yes scary story and at the end he's like i'm fine bitch <laughs> and everyone is like shitting their pants because he hit on every single person in the office so if you guys have a made-up story to tell us yeah that, that's fine just whatever we don't care i have one more funny thing let's leave it on a funny note okay? love it I'm gonna yes this is gonna be the chaser of the episode this is the chaser of the episode. So I was actually Googling because I, I Googled and I used a whole bunch of different phrases. So actually, if you are a, a, a real mental health person and not an uh, armchair mental health expert. The way that we are. Yeah, let let us know. Because I was trying to find out, like, why is the beginning sequence of Are You Afraid of the Dark so scary? Do you know mm, what it, Like, I figured yes. it was something that played off of. Some psychological. Some psychological sure. fears, right? So I thought the article was like, here's why... Are You Afraid of the Dark is so scary, and it wasn't like the episodes. But it was just this guy who wrote it, who's a dad now, and was like, <laughs> who's watching these kids? They are playing in the woods with fire. Why is there no adult supervision? Have you heard about the forest fires in California? Oh, my God. Like, just all this stuff, and then I was cracking up. I'm like, well, that doesn't answer my question, but it was v- But it funny. did give me a laugh. Yeah. You guys, grab a broom. Go sweep California. It'll help. It'll help. Sweep it up. JK, Love you guys. JK. Thanks. Catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Yo, I don't know what era you grew up in, but Saturday mornings I had Rugrats. I had Hey Arnold. I was playing my Game Boy. I worked for 90s kids. Have a seat, I'ma tell you about the best decade Yo, I had a bowl cut, I ain't have a fresh face Take it to the 90s, I don't care what all the rest say I could quote the Illmatic if you wanna test me Cause you know I'm listening to Nas, not the Ice Ice Baby for the right price, baby, see a fight night Crazy how Tyson, he was knocking them out And Ninja Turtles on the telly when I'm locked in the house Watching Michael play the Lakers and he boxing them out And yo, with magic gets a ring, well then I'm knocking the pal Oh yeah, I think it's time to celebrate No, there ain't no better way I'm chillin' on a Titanic getaway Tell you the truth, I wasn't planning to dance But when I got my hammer pants, you ain't standing a chance Got my fashion locked down with the British knife Hurry, head home, maybe we could catch a nigga at night Psych! Hey yo, you remember, remember taking the Game Boy, right? Let's take it back to the 90s Right, you took the Game Boy, you put it right under the lamp Because you ain't have the light That's where you cats gonna find me. Yo, 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 if we're talking video games 
Goldeneye, yo, let's take it back to the Goldeneye on Nintendo 64. Son, you are not beating me. That's where you cast gonna find me. Remember when you had to dial 1 800 collect to call somebody, but they cheap and didn't want to accept. Remember when you used to dial up to get online? Then somebody grabs a phone, it would happen all the time. Remember when it was cool to have a pager? The crazy house parties in the DJ with the fader. Remember on the weekends you would hit a blockbuster? Making mixtapes that you got for your crush or you know getting numbers was a part of the plan i was clueless she told me i should talk to the hand keeping all your notes in the trapper keeper i was getting mad at teachers cause she took my walkman she ain't let me get it either it's the fresh prince from the city of philly anybody know what's going on with millie vanilli yo watch what you putting on after dark i still be getting nightmares from jurassic park hey yo yo you remember pogs what the heck were pogs take it back to the I didn't even know what they did. I used to just stack them and just like kick them down and collect them. But yo, you know what else? I had the Super Soaker 50. Remember it had the thing on the top? And you would like pump it up a million times and then you squirt the cars going down the street. Yo. Come over my house, yo, be my guest. Come over my house, yo, be my guest. We can watch a sitcom, TGIF. We can watch a sitcom, TGIF. Come over my house, yo, be my guest. Come over my house, yo, be my guest. We can watch a sitcom, TGIF. We can watch a sitcom, TGIF. Yo, you remember like in school, all the girls had the Furbies? Let's take it back to the 90s. You know what I'm saying? They wanted like the troll dolls. I wasn't down with that. I had the Batman action That's figures. But... Oh man, Garbage Pail Kids. You remember the Garbage Pail Kids? Back to the 90s. I don't even know what that was. Yo, what else do they have? Oh, That's listen. Listen. We talking sitcoms, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, over, over everything. That is Seinfeld. Friends was just okay. That's where you cast going. I mean movies. And then you got the Batman Forever, Batman and Robin. You know, as a kid, that you know, kind of ruined the whole franchise for me. But whatever. Mom, mom, where's my talk boy? Take it back. The talk boy, that thing from Home Alone. I, I need it because I'm going to record, record my demo. Gonna find me. 